taking what we're giving. It's the Prattlefield. We hope you keep listening. We're the Prattlefield. We make a shitty living. This podcast is better than the rest. Well, maybe not, but it's better than death. The Prattlefield. You're taking what we're giving. It's the Prattlefield. We hope you keep listening. We're the Prattlefield. We make a shitty living. Don't stop listening to the Prattlefield. Howdy. 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 Howdy, Nick. Hi, Hi, Nick. Howdy, Eric. Hey, Chad. How you doing, buddy? Howdy, JB. Mm. <laughs> what, are you, what are you sucking on a blizzard the, there, buddy? The e-cigarette got me. Yeah, the, the timing got me again. Uh, couldn't have, couldn't have done that during the intro, of course. No, I know. Well, I was busy changing the batteries. Uh, yeah, the battery, as yeah. my dad would say. Yeah, the battery. The battery. It'd be funny um, if Metallica yeah. said it like that. Got to have a bad tree. That's <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. what you did there. Yeah. 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 What are you doing? Oh, petting the dog. That's what it looks like. I just see this. I was jerking it. It looks like he's backhanding it, doesn't it? (laughs) This turns me on so much. (laughs) It looked like you had the reverse kung fu grip on that thing. The the funny thing is, uh, I could have been doing that. We wouldn't have known anything until the end, probably. (laughs) When you start salivating and vibrating, I'd have been like, whoa. Or if I just reach over. (laughs) Wipe it on Nick. (laughs) Wipe it on Nick. <laughs> I, I don't think Ew. we could be friends again after that. <laughs> oh God! Oh, what's up, copper? Baby batter's <sighs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> Throat yogurt. <laughs> Throat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Never heard that one. <laughs> I wasted cigarettes. I wasted vape smoke on that, Eric. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Damn it! Yeah. Throat oh. yogurt. Yeah. Oh, that, that is disgusting. Either. Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff right there. <laughs> Not, not from per- first-hand experience. No. no. Well, I mean, I was giving, uh, not receiving. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so tonight's I'm show. Are you? <laughs> yeah, oh, wait. I'm good. I'm good. I can wait. What's I'm more good. disgusting, the nope, belching or the throat yogurt? Wow. <laughs> to me, yeah. throat yogurt. Oh. Huh. So not belching. Belching right. isn't disgusting. It's a normal mm-hmm. thing. What? So, jizz. Well, <laughs> right, but used in that way, it's different. Yeah, that's mm. true. That's not yeah. a normal, necessarily, yeah. for everyone. I, like an I would rather burp than have jizz in my throat. <laughs> well agree. said. Yeah. 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 Cut right to it, Nick. Agreed. Yeah. The Prattlefield at gmail.com. If you disagree. Throat yogurt versus melting. Uh, <laughs> if yeah. you disagree, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would we ever? <laughs> Chad especially for sure <laughs> sign me up yeah and if you disagree we'd love to have you on the show I think that would be a good interview yeah it'd be good yeah 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 okay all right what kind of a weird way to woo <laughs> mm. Mm. so we thought tonight we'd get into uh, a topic that that uh, you know maybe some guys deal with and, and we're not I know I'll say this don't expect solutions out of this show. This isn't a show where we're going to be like, oh, hey, guys, don't have a lot of confidence approaching ladies? Here's what we suggest. That's not what this show is, just to make it clear. Right. This is going to be the show that we talk about why, well, I, I, you know what? I'm not going to say that because I don't know what Nick's level of ability is, and I don't know. 
from what I've heard, what he's packing, it probably isn't too hard for him either. Oh, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they see it pulsating and they're like, oh shit, you get think, out of the room! You think he has a bad back yeah. because of the way he sleeps? No, it's like Ice Cube from Anaconda. The snake's yeah. out here this big! <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, as far as you know. As far as I know. <laughs> um, You've never had it curl up next to you in a tent. No. I have. No. Nope. <laughs> he was talking to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trying to go to sleep the there, face. buddy? Yeah. Yeah. It touches me in the middle of the night, and Nick lives fucking 50 miles away. <laughs> 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 Thundercock Thundercock It comes slithering in with like a Colorado Rockies hat on Smoking a cigarette That's good stuff So today's show is confidence with women. uh, Why some of us lack it, probably, or what we think it is. um, Why it has affected our lives in some way at some point in our lives. And uh, I don't know if one of you guys has ideas for how to how to get better with that. Feel free. I I don't have any suggestions. Um, Well, and I think we picked our guests on this show um, somewhat uh, wisely. Because JB and I are notorious for not having a ton of confidence with women, but I don't believe Nick or Eric have really had major problems in that department with the ladies. Mm -hmm. So we kind of mix things up a little Mm -hmm. bit so that we'd have two sides of the same story Mm -hmm. here. Sure. Yeah. And I like confidence in almost everything. So it's nothing. I mean, it's not really anything new for me. I don't really think I'm good at anything. We've talked about this before on the show. So for me, the women just kind of falls in line with everything else. It's just, that's just one, it's just another thing. Mm. Chad, I think is a little bit different because you've got confidence in yourself doing several other things, I would say. Sure. Women just happens to be the number one, you know. Yeah. The failure there, but you've got also some, got some columns that aren't that way. Yeah. Agreed. So I don't know, maybe we start with, uh, you know, maybe we can talk a little bit about did you know and and i'm and i and we're not trying to make nick and eric out to be like casanovas here i'm not we're not trying to say that they're yeah. <laughs> you know the most eligible bachelors you know george clooney's yeah but i think those that, days are long behind me my yeah friend. no but I, but i think that it would be fair to ask you guys you know have you ever had that kind of i mean because i think everybody in fifth grade you know so, well not fifth, that's girls still have germs in fifth grade right you know but uh, let's go to like eighth grade ninth grade right when you start to really start to be like ooh wow you know did you guys, have you guys ever had that? Or was it just strictly, I mean, everyone has nerves, right? Like right. you probably had nerves like, oh, geez, I don't know if I should ask her out. But did you not want to ask that girl out because you're just nervous and it's awkward and foreign to you? Or did you not ask her out because you felt like you were too much of a shitbag for her to even consider you anyway? Hmm. That was a long question. Yeah, I think, um, well, for me, I never have confidence with women I know. So it's never a friends first, then become more than that. hmm I'm just, <clears throat> back in my dating days, yeah. if you put me in a room in my high school where I knew mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. there wasn't a chance in 50 that I would ask one of those girls out. But you take me 45 miles away to Jamestown, North Dakota, where I don't know anybody, mm-hmm. and I was the life of the party because who cares? If they mm-hmm. don't like me, they're never going to see me again. Right. And maybe that's where the confidence mm-hmm. came from was mm-hmm. I never had to worry about... Nothing to lose because you don't know them anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. They could laugh and laugh and laugh about me, but I'm 50 miles away. Yeah. You know, I'm never going to hear it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's 
so in the, a nutshell, where the gal that you ended up marrying. I'm assuming that must have been a blind. Yeah. We, we've talked about. I think you told the story on the show. Right, we I, met I, in a hot tub. Oh, that's right. And we just started shooting the bowl, and then we just hung out all night. So you had confidence with her, probably, because you didn't know her, and you figured that if you never see her again, who cares? Right. Right, right. Well, and at that time in my life, it was all about, you know, oh, she's just going to be the next notch in the bedpost, and then it ended up not being that, thankfully. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. So it was it was absolutely one of those things where yeah. I'm in Bismarck, she's from Grand Forks, she's going back there tomorrow, so who cares? If she doesn't like me, who cares? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Nick, where do you land on the spectrum? <clears throat> well, my my situation is kind of unique, <clears throat> I think, because I you know, I had girlfriends, whatnot, in high school, mm-hmm. nothing serious, but my wife now, mm-hmm. I we started dating in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up getting married. We were together for about eight years mm-hmm. before we got divorced, and then we were <clears throat> apart for five years and ended up getting back together, mm-hmm. and now we've been together again for five years mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so <clears throat> the bulk of my dating is, you know, was during that five-year mm-hmm. break from being, being married, and, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> kind of the, similar to Eric's. I just, I was nervous mm-hmm. getting getting started, you know, like, I like Jesus, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. I never got to do this, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of, like, I don't know, something clicked, and I was like, well, I'll talk to her, and mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out, fuck it, who cares? Yeah. And I'll probably never see her again, and yep. whatever, you know? See, and, and, mm. and I don't, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know you, you know, Inside and out, obviously. Well, I know I'm inside, all right. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, you and I aren't. You know, we, we haven't known each other for decades. But no. Um, but knowing who you are, as much as I do know you, see, I would have pegged you for a guy who definitely didn't have confidence, just because you're so quiet. Yeah. yeah. And that's not a bad thing. You're just you're a very soft spoken dude. Like yeah. you don't talk just to hear yourself talk, which is kind yeah. of refreshing. Uh, compared to people like me, Chad and Eric, who right. <laughs> we talk to ourselves just to hear ourselves talk. As my dad used to say, you talk just to hear your head rattle. Yeah, right. No shit. Yeah. Uh, so I would have pegged you for a guy who who did have confidence issues because you're so quiet. Yeah. It's like, no, and I, I did. how would definitely, I even talk to her? Yeah. Definitely to start off with, I did. Yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> there was a time where I was like, well, shit, I'll probably be alone forever because I don't have this in me. But I don't know. You get to a point where... You just decide. Just lay it all out there, and she takes well, it or doesn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, I, mm. I, I never got to that point. That that was my that's uh, that that was my thing. I never got to that point where I just and you know you have to stop caring. Really, yeah. I, I, that's what it comes down. You have to stop caring that what she thinks because, like you guys said, if you especially like what Eric said, if you're never going to see her again or you you know whatever, yeah, then why would you care? Like right. who cares? She's going to forget about you a month later. Like it's not even going to be a thing anymore. Right. It's not like your whole your whole family is going to know that you tried to ask her out and got rejected. Right. right. So you know that that's the way to do it. I've never gotten to that point to where I was like, fuck it, I don't care. I've just never been able to get there. I've always been so self-conscious of, oh, she's going to think I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Or she's going to think I'm too fat. Or she's going to think I'm ugly or uh, or whatever. I just never could get past it. And I, I I would be willing to bet that if I got divorced tomorrow and I was single again, it would be the, I would still have the exact same problem. And I've been married for, what, 10 years now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we dated for, you know, I've been with the same woman for 12 years. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet I haven't advanced one iota in that experience of having confidence. Mm-hmm. Even after being married, I'm still like, ugh. Hmm. Jed? So, if I get a date with a woman, I'm nervous. First dates are mm-hmm. nerve-wracking, that sort of thing. Sure. 
but I don't feel like I lack confidence. I feel fairly comfortable in that situation as long as I feel that there's a connection and that we have something to talk about. Right. Where I completely lack confidence is in the bar scene. And if I'm just going to strike up conversation with someone I don't know, trying to hit on a woman. Sure. I have never been successful in that because I have no, part of it's, part of it's confidence. Yeah. I mean, some of it's, oh, I'm not good looking enough. There's all these other guys that are going to be hitting on her that are much better looking than I am, that have a lot more money, that drive better cars, that have better jobs, whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know, I've got, I've got that in the back of my head. But a big part of it is I don't know what the fuck to say or how to fucking carry myself. Yeah. How do you just... And that, that's one thing that I will hand it to you, Eric. <laughs> you and your gift of gab and your small talk. Yeah. That's one thing you're able to do. And you can strike up a conversation with a complete stranger and it's no big fucking deal. Right. Me, I fucking hate people. And I, I, can't, I can't just fucking strike up a conversation with a complete stranger because I don't know what the fuck to talk about. I'm not going to go hit on a woman and ask her what she thinks of the fucking weather. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, hey, how you doing? You know, that, it's not. It, it's like my, my brain completely wipes. It's just a blank slate. And I walk up to some woman in a bar or wherever, at a party or at a grocery store, and at any time I'm trying to hit on some stranger... Right. My brain is just a complete, it's a blank slate. I have no idea what to do, what to fucking say. So I end up just, hey, how are you? Uh, good sale on the chicken today, huh? Not that I've ever said that. Right. But you, you know I what know I mean? What that, mean that's, that's the whole concept is that, but once, once I get to that first date point, if I'm dating someone that I met already, that I knew already, and we decided to take that next step, or if I've talked to them online and then we go out, I'm okay with confidence. But yeah, it's that just getting out there and trying to meet new people in that organic way. Right. I'm it's a hard. complete fucking loss. It's hard. And I guess maybe that and maybe that's the difference between you and I right there is I <clears throat> Between I you and me. Between you and me. <laughs> <laughs> You're Boom. Right. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Um I never I never really considered what I did. I never really hit on anybody. Like it was no, but talking to people is in a way hitting on them. You're well, introducing yourself. You're striking up a conversation. You're not. It was usually in a group setting, so I'd be talking to Nick, and then if there's a gal there, I'd try to bring her into the conversation that way. Um, you know, Nick and I would just be talking about whatever, and I'd be like, "Hey, what do you think of that?" Mm -hmm. And just bring her into the conversation or her and her friends into the conversation so that I'm not singling somebody out. Yeah, so I don't think I'd, I've never had the confidence to just walk up on a girl, walk up to a girl and hit on her. I've oh, never, really? Not, I don't think I've ever done that. Really? Yeah. I think it's always been more just bringing them into the conversation, getting them comfortable and then, and then make a move ah. versus just walking up and Hey, you know, well, what do you say to a date or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. And okay. I have just walked up to Jackson. <clears throat> so, how you know, do you? How, and I feel like I'm going to throw up the whole time. But you so, know, what do you? What do you do? What do you I, say? How do you? How do you fucking do that? Like, well, how you? How, how are you doing tonight? Uh, what are you drinking? And then, oh yeah, do you usually drink that? What you know? Why do you like that? And just that gets it going. And then that's just, just see, kinda, and that that makes sense when you say it. That makes total sense to me when you say it right now. But I would never think of that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would know. never think of that. I would I would think of how you doing tonight, and then after that, the crickets. Well, then that's when you fall into all the old standbys, right? Like, so what do you do for a living? I mean, do you like doing that? What's your passion? You know, what, right? What would but you aren't be doing they going to get bored with that? that? 
Aren't they going to get totally bored they with might. that shit? Yeah, they and they might. And that and I think <clears throat> okay, it's been a long time since I've been with you in a scenario where we're talking to gals. But and it's been a long time since I've been in that scenario where I've actually thought well, about walking days, up to a yeah. woman. So, right. Yeah. But I think um just going off of the experiences I had with you, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding like I'm being condescending because that's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, it really isn't. But I think you you um, you maybe um, accept the no when they you know you walk up to a girl, hey, how you doing? You might get a eh, hi, and then you think, oh shit, all women now don't like me, and mm-hmm. you kind of focus on that one, and it's it's a numbers game, right? Like you. When I when I was in my dating phase, I may try to bring ten women into the like I was saying before, where Nick and I are having a conversation, and I try to bring them into it. Sure, <clears throat> I may have ten women that just kind of go, eh, yeah, whatever, and walk away. Mm-hmm. But then I forget about it, and it's on to the next one. So it's a total like you were talking yeah. about on the dating show. It's just a total numbers game, right? And you got to be able to to just have a um, almost amnesia for the nose, right? Like, all right, she said no, she's done. On to the next one. Sure. But and I'm not saying you should just do that because maybe you're not programmed like I am. I'm not saying it's better or worse. It's just different. But that was that was my whole philosophy was it's 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 a total numbers game. But once yeah, you get that, that one in that's going to have the conversation, <clears throat> then you kind of can move on from there. Yeah, and I could I could see being in that scenario where you're with a group of people and you try to bring someone into a conversation. I could see myself being able to do that because then at least if she says no i'm still engaged in a conversation with someone else and i'm having a good time right whereas when you're hitting on someone at a bar it's like that is why you are there right yeah there is no yeah, see, yeah i've, ne- I've no, never done like that so i couldn't i couldn't say you know i i couldn't be in your shoe i can't put yeah. myself in your shoes because that's just not how i ever operated i guess so nick when you would go up to women like that mm-hmm. what was your Success rate. How many no's versus how many yeses? Oh, I suppose I suppose for every yes, there's four, five, six no's. Okay, you know, so not not great, but not bad. I mean, I don't I don't remember, and I'm sure I have, but I don't remember ever getting like blown off right away. Like usually, you talk to somebody and you get a few minutes into it, and if it just isn't, you know, you can tell if she's mm-hmm. not really conversing or interacting. Then so then, how do you back out of that? Do you like, just say, "Hey, thanks for your time"? Yeah, or, yeah like, well, hey, it's Cool talking to you. Take it easy. See you around. Hmm. Yeah. It sounds about right. And the biggest <sighs> thing is not to then, again, for me, not for you. I'm saying right. this for me. The biggest thing for me was <clears throat> when you get that no, you don't stick your tail between your legs and put your head down and walk away like you've been defeated. Because because there are other women watching right. this happen. And if you know they're going to see how you're reacting to that rejection... And if they see you tucking your tail, yeah, that's that's. If they are watching and they are seeing this, why in the living fuck would they want you to talk to them anyway? Because you know they're they're sitting there. And they're like, okay, here's this guy hitting on that girl. It didn't work out. Now if you come up and talk to me, it's like I'm choice number two. What, the, you know what I mean? No, I don't doesn't know. that fucking it's, bother them? It's a numbers game for them too, though. But even if it does bother them, how does why does that matter to you? You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, why why it would matter is because if that bothers them, then they're not going to want anything to do with you anyway. Because yeah. if they're thinking, "Well, I'm well, choice number two, and you fuck won't this know that guy. until you talk to them. Right? Yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> I think the biggest, you know, I, and, and this isn't advice for anybody, but just uh, comparing it, 
what, where I hear this all the time is professional athletes say, and they say it about all professional athletes. Michael Jordan, uh, he, that was what made him so unbelievable is he forgot about every, <laughs> every miss, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, you sure. know, for all the shots he made, he missed a lot of shots too. That's just the nature of that sport. Right. But what made him unbelievable is that last shot he missed doesn't phase him a, a, at all. Right. It was just right. another, it was just a shot he missed. Well, yeah. And he's going to make the next one, and then he's going to maybe miss a couple, and then he'll make the next five. Right. Every professional, every sport is that way. Oh yeah. NFL Baseball quarterbacks, especially. I mean, NFL quarterbacks, they talk about it all the time. Yeah. If you if you feel bad about throwing an interception, and that haunts you, you're never going to be successful in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. You have to have that short term memory. Right. Any of the greats, Brett Favre, uh, Joe Montana, any of those guys, they all threw interceptions yeah. at some point. Right. But and what made them great is the next drive they threw a forty-three yard touchdown because hey I've got it I'm I'm good enough to do this I'm going to do it right. again and that's the whole fake it till you make it mentality right right, right. like you have to believe that that you can do what you're trying to do mm-hmm. right it and, takes a long time to get to that yeah and it, it does it takes a long time to get to that there were plenty of nights where I would go to the bar and leave almost immediately because I'd just be like I no this isn't <laughs> right gonna happen and there were several times where i would go talk to one girl she'd say no and i'd just leave because i'd be yeah. like god damn it Fuck you know? but yeah. then that got old and you know i'm like god damn it you know if this is something i want to do then i gotta stay in it and just as painful as it is you know it the more you do it the more comfortable you get with it and hmm. i know it sounds weird coming from me because i'm not that kind of person but Right. It, well, it it works. You're a, you're a swordsman, uh, to use a JB term. <laughs> yeah. A cocksmith. Cocksmith. Well, I, yeah, I'll admit that five years, you know, the majority of the the get-go, was, the goal wasn't like, let's find another wife. The right. goal was let, right. let's just have some fun. Have some fun and yeah. You know, yeah. see how many we can notch up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and I and Eric's hundred, in my opinion, a million percent right on. It's definitely, in my opinion, it's definitely um, better quality and better and more comfortable. I think for everybody, if it starts off as a conversation, it starts yeah. off as one hundred percent. If you can get your, and I'm not giving Chad advice because I I know Chad's whole deal, and I we're all you know he's not going to house parties anymore, right? But right. but but that's no. exact that's exactly what it comes down. To. If you could go to like a college party or any like small gathering with 15, 20 people, five or six, you know, six, seven, eight, yeah, however many women are there, right? If it can start off just you talking to your friends and talking, the girls hear you talking to your friends, that you talk to them, you bring them in, they realize you're not a douchebag because of the way you're talking, because right. girls can pick up on that in a fucking half a second a half if you're a, a cocksucker, second, right? So that it's definitely more organic that way, yeah. and I would, I would, I would submit that it would be. It probably yields more quality results, right? Not, and I'm not talking sex, just purely here, of course. But um, quality results as far as a bond goes or chemistry goes, mm-hmm. because you know she knows before you even actually directly ask her out. She already knows what kind of guy you are because she's watched you all night long. Right. Not just focused on you because she was yearning for you, but you're in. You're. You, I'm not talking about you know at a dance club where there's four million people and everyone's right. fucking. Right. Yeah. I'm talking just right. like a small like a house party, man. Yeah, where everyone's kind of talking to each other and everyone can hear each other, and that's where you pick, that's where the radar goes off of whether somebody's a fucking asshole or not. Yeah. Right. And if she knows you're a fucking decent dude and you're kind of funny before you even hit on her, man, you're already halfway in the door. Right. Right. Yeah. Which it's, I think, honestly, sorry to cut you off, no, but I think that um, for as much as I would hate to be single now, 
and uh, and no offense meant at all. No. But the the whole um, oh, where you swipe right? Uh, Tinder. Tinder. Bumble. Yeah, all that shit. Um, uh-huh. I think I think that's lost some of the the luster of what going out and meeting yep. a quality person, guy or gal, yep. used to be. Yep. But in a way, too, it, it almost gives you a little bit of a leg up when you do get the two people that swipe right on each other, mm-hmm. and you can have a conversation before you meet face-to-face. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where that's where I think I would have, back in the day, I might have done pretty well on that because she would already kind of know me before we... Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have that awkward, mm-hmm. so what do you do for a living, all that shit, mm-hmm. you know, you, that would be right. And that way. Yeah, that's exactly why I feel fairly confident when I go into a first date scenario is because I've had that interaction already. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, recently it's been the online stuff. So if I... The two dates I've been on recently were both from online shit. Yeah. And we've chatted online back and forth a little bit, get to know each other. We get all those questions out of the way. So I felt fairly confident going into the the date that, you know, I I didn't have to worry about impressing anyone or anything like that. Now, granted, both these dates I knew going into them that there probably wasn't anything going to happen because there weren't really major sparks in the right. in the chit chat anyway. I just yeah. dated for the experience of it. Um, but yeah, that that is a certain advantage with with the online stuff is that you do get to know them first and you get all that shit out of the way and you can have that confidence going into that date. Yeah. But you know when that doesn't work and you're going back to the okay, so now you just got to meet women the old the old fashioned way where you walk up to someone you find interesting. That's where you know again not to re- regurgitate all the shit again, but you know that's where I'm at a loss because right. it's like my brain just shuts down. Right. Yeah. At age forty. Down. At age forty five, if I found myself single again, I I don't know what I do because. How often are you at a house party anymore with right. ten single That's women the problem. Right. or right. anything? You know, like, right? But yeah, now house parties are f- six couples and seventeen little kids running around. Right. That's a party yeah. now, yeah. right? Yeah. That's where you're right. Yeah. And honestly, for me now, again, if I found myself single, and it's not like I spend a lot of time thinking about this, but the place where I think you and I differ in this is, I probably would go hit up the the singles bars or take a singles cruise or something like mm-hmm. that because then I could be there. And I could be talking. I I wouldn't necessarily be looking, talk. You know, going up to gals and hitting on them. I'd probably be talking to one of the guys, right? And then, right again, invite the girl into the yeah. conversation or whatever. That's yeah. That that's just what I do. I'm not saying that's mm-hmm. what you should do or anybody else should yeah. do. Yeah. But I think I, I'm in the same boat as you. I you know I, we talk about the, all the apps and stuff that that you use, and that that just overwhelms me and terrifies me <laughs> yeah and talk about yeah. rejection man I, yeah. yeah i don't know if i could do that yeah you know and that's where and, and this is where chad finds himself in a particularly difficult situation is i think a lot of this kind of stuff can happen in the workplace yeah and that's where he's at a massive disadvantage right yeah right because right. one he works in a male-dominated industry for sure and though the females that happen to work at the same place he does he's in a management level position which means that that's a no-no to you know, right. So that's a major, and and there's nothing you can do about that. I, you, no, you're not I can get a new job, job, but what right. the fuck am right. I going to do? Right. It's you funny to <laughs> just thinking about. That's just shitty luck that you ended up where you yeah. are, as far as the dating <laughs> right. thing goes. Just right. thinking about where you work and all that. Um, it's funny that you think of me as somebody who's confident with women, when I've actually been envious of your confidence with women at times. Like, um, not to get into where you work or anything, but there was another gal who worked there that a buddy of mine and I ran into and we were like, Oh, she's hot. She's single. You should go talk to her. And you did. There's no fucking way in the world. I would have ever done something like that. Mm. Um, the girl who worked at the, uh, 
the uh, place with the the couches that that were basically. Oh pillows. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. And yeah, there's I no. If that. you had called me and said, "Hey, I was just at uh, Barnes and Noble and met a gal that works behind the coffee counter there, and she's single. You should go talk to her." Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell. There is no way in hell that I would even step mm-hmm. into that Barnes and Noble ever, let alone step in there and talk to her. Right. So, I mean, you've got confidence. I, I don't think it's... I wouldn't say I was confident when I went and did that. It was it was kind of like what you had said. It was sort of a, well, fuck it. She's gonna, Because I didn't work with her directly. Right. So she's not going to know who the fuck I am. I can, you know, it was, in a way, yeah. it was just like working or seeing some chick at a bar and walking up and talking to her because if she turns me down, which she did, yeah. you well, know, then no harm, no foul, because I'll never see her again, which right. I didn't. Right. So, you yeah. Know, but fine. still, I mean, that showed confidence that I never would have had. So Yeah, I don't know if it was confidence or stupidity or whatever it was. But. <laughs> I got set up on one blind date in my life, and it was oh, hands down the terrible. worst experience I've ever yeah. had. I've had a few of those, and none yeah. of them. Oh, that yeah. just sounds yeah. terrible. I set Chad up on a blind date, uh, <laughs> double date. <laughs> You can hear by his uh, reaction on that one. Yeah, Yeah, I did that once. It's the last time I ever did that. To your credit, though, you thought it was someone else. I did, yeah. When she showed up. Her picture was a lot different than she was in person. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah, you you knew going into it, like, oh, this is a fail. Yeah, as soon as I saw her, I was like, nope, it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. That was was actually the first time I met your wife. Yeah, that was when her and I were, yeah, it was one of her friends. Yeah. Huh. Now she lives in Nashville. Really? My wife yeah. tried to set Chad up one time. <laughs> Did it turn out the same way? Or no? It, well, yeah, Chad didn't even come down for the date. Remember, she sent you that picture of the gal on Facebook, and you were just like, no, I have no fucking interest in her. And my wife got so mad. Oh, yeah. 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 And, right. Uh, Oops. I was like, well, there has to be there has to be chemistry. Like, there has to be some... You have to... If you see somebody's picture, whether they're perfect or not, there has to be some yeah, right, you're right. kind of spark. Right? And there obviously yeah. wasn't. No. And no. <laughs> I just remember my wife getting so mad and me trying to be like, honey, 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 there has to be some kind yeah. of spark. Right. Yeah. You he, he may not can't force that. Yeah. You don't have to find a 10, right. but we could move up from the two level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on now. She was oh. a solid three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two and a half. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, a whole podcast about confidence with women. Um, I don't know if there, maybe there's a guy out there that's super confident with women, but I, I've yet to meet him. And I'm certainly not him. I'm just, I'm, I'm not confident. I just, I can have amnesia for the nose. Uh, I, for every woman that I went out on a date with or whatever, there was a thousand no's that led up to that. And they just didn't buy, I just didn't care. Was it really a thousand though? You know, at one time in my life, I would say absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Right after I broke up with my college girlfriend and before I met my wife, I mean, I was out every night of the week, every single night of the week. And whoa, there was a lot of no's. And it's, and I think it's honestly because they could read it on me that I was just out of a relationship and that I was mm. pretty needy. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say at least a thousand no's. So that's an awful yes. lot of house parties you went to. Uh, bars and stuff too. I mean, not necessarily. You know, I'm, I'm when I'm you talking about bringing a girl, anyone at a bar. 
Well, right. I still say I haven't, but that doesn't mean I didn't talk to women at bars, right? Like in conversa- bring, conversation, trying to bring yeah, them into right. the conversation, okay. not right. walking up and saying you're beautiful, right? More like right. talking to somebody else, and then right. she's yeah. bring beautiful. them into the conversation, and yeah. then being like, "Hey, do you want to go get a drink?" Yeah, no, sure. I wouldn't call that hitting on them. I'd just call it trying to yeah, okay, progress what no. was going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And I don't know at 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 our age at, at our age. Uh, you know, I, I mean, not, ha- and with where you work, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, if I had a good idea for you, I'd have already brought it forward. Obviously <laughs> I've known you for 20 years, so I don't, I mean, obviously I don't have anything good. Uh, I don't know what you're supposed to do at this point. I, I, I guess what, what you're doing. Right. What are all the platitudes? Go to church, go to a right. singles bar, right. uh, go on a singles cruise, right. um, go on, they have those uh, speed dating, right? Oh, oh God. Jesus. All, all of these places that. where, oh where every guy would just flourish, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. a 45-year-old. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, and, and, and I'm not, and I'm, this won't, Chad won't be surprised here because I've, I've mentioned it before, but it's outrageously expensive and it, it, it could very well get really awkward. Um, I still, I think the idea of the singles cruise, the single, like, uh, there's a company in town that does it, but, it, uh, but I've looked it up kind of hoping to pitch it to him right but it is super expensive to be a part of it but it's those kind of things where it's you know it's a community of single people mm-hmm. and they go do stuff together like every week they have like you know this week we're going to this bar and we're going to hang out or we're going to go skydiving or we're going to go uh fucking horseback or whatever you know right. whatever they go do i do think that is a that would be a great way to do it because you know every woman there is single and looking right you're not going to get any mm-hmm. i have a boyfriend uh, right. I'm married, or I just, you know, sure. I just got divorced. I don't want to meet anyone. I mean, everyone there is obviously looking, and that would be a prime environment to strike up an organic Because, like you just said it, talking right. to a couple other dudes, because let's be honest, naturally, that's what's going to happen. Right. You're going to end up talking to a couple other guys, like, oh, is this weird for you too? Or, yeah, ha, ha, right. whatever. And you're eventually going to, and then gals will start mingling over or whatever, and it can get tied into that. Right. But that could go horribly wrong because what if. You're on a fucking cruise. You're stuck on a boat in the middle of the fucking water somewhere. It's a week long deal. And let's say day two, you fucking piss yourself in front of everybody. Right? Oh, you're fine. Yeah. The next five days are gonna suck because every the girls are gonna be like, that guy shit himself in the pool. Right. Shit. Yeah. Or whatever. Or yeah. Or that like two percent of the women there are the type that you want to go out with, and the other ninety eight percent are being ignored by everyone because those two percent are what everyone else is going after. Right. I was yeah. just gonna I say know. that I worked in in a bar in Bismarck that had a singles night, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it was. There oh, would I be. Imagine. 15 women there, market. Yeah. Yeah. two of them would be attractive. Yeah. And so they brought 90, friends who 95%, <laughs> yeah, right. 95% of the guys that were there are hitting on the two girls. Right, right, so, right, right, mm-hmm. right. But Ugh. again, if it were me and I were single, yeah. I might go about it that way. Yeah, I might I, get completely shut down. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Maybe yeah it's I'd, a gamble. Maybe I'd live a life of celibacy. Yeah. Eh, I'd probably see a hooker eventually. but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What else do we talk about with this? I mean, I no, I I, I just think it's uh, uh, I guess it's it's been such a it, a lot of guys probably don't think about it. Maybe I, I, you know, I focus on it because when I was single, I had massive issues with it. But I've got confidence issues issues all around, so I think about a lot of different things that I that I, I'm not good at, and I like to focus on those. <laughs> a lot of guys probably you like to focus on. That. Yeah, let's a, do this today. This sounds fun. A lot of guys. Uh, <laughs> You know, maybe this doesn't come up in a lot of guys' minds. I mean, I, I and we've all known guys, and 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 Chad and Nick and I, having all worked at the same place for a while, I I bet we know some guys in common that every weekend they had a different gal. You know, whether sure. it was a coworker or yeah, it was somebody no that doubt. they, you know, they met, you know, uh, uh, at a bar or whatever. And there's guys out there that, boy, 
Yeah. And obviously confidence isn't an issue. Or is it an issue and they're just really good at what Eric said, forgetting the nose? Yeah, right, yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe they, they maybe they're as, you know, uh racked about it as anyone else, but they don't show it. And when they got told no five minutes ago, they can completely erase it and start all over. And right. it, it you know comes down to just the numbers. Of course, the other thing that those guys had going for them, though, is a lot of them had either the tall, dark, and handsome thing going, mm-hmm. or they had the zero standard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. sure. you know, I don't consider myself falling into either one of those camps. I have, I'm not just, you know, I've talked about this before, but I'm just going to go after someone just for the sake of getting laid or no, something. I right. want it. Like you said, Eric, I want to have that attraction, that mutual spark. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also not tall, dark, and handsome. Right. So. No, you're you right. Know, no. That, yeah. that kind of throws a wrench yeah. in the works. But. Yeah. I don't think you're as, I don't, I don't think you're, well, actually, I can't say this anymore. When we were in our 20s, I don't think you were as unattractive as you thought you were, though. Mm-hmm. No. Now not. I don't think you have that issue. Now I don't. Back then, you thought you were an ugly motherfucker and right. would say so quite often. I don't hear that from no, you anymore. No, I'm average. Yeah. I'm average. Right. There's nothing. You don't look at me and be like, oh, my God, that is disgusting. You also don't look at me and be like, oh, wow, that is something. That is right. a fine specimen. I'm yeah, just, you're, eh. you're not John Hamm, right? No. But you're also not Deadpool without his mask on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool without his mask on. Yeah. <laughs> Burn victim. <laughs> but I tell you what, sometimes in my 20s, that's how I felt. Yeah. You know? Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Weight's always been my, my always been my stumbling block. I'm, that's why that's my classic go-to. See, oh, but I'm now too that's fat. the end thing, man. Well, <laughs> is it the end thing? Dad bods? I don't There's know if There's women it is. in chubby chasers. There's women yeah. that are into that stuff. Where were those gals 20 mm. years ago? Yeah. <laughs> right? Where are they now? <laughs> right. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, just call Kevin Smith and ask him, because, you know, he always... I know you guys aren't as huge of Kevin Smith a files as I am, but uh, on his podcast, I like his movies. I just don't listen to his podcast or right. anything like that. But. And he used to talk about how his wife is a chubby chaser, and she's pretty good looking. Yeah, and she had some good looking friends, and they were all into like chubby dudes. Huh. And so they're out there. I've seen it. I've, <laughs> I've seen guys walking down the street that are fatter than me. And uh, oh, jeez. He out- what's the old line he outkicked his coverage I say that all the time you know, every time I see it I was, I've said it to my wife like boy he outkicked his coverage and she's like what are you talking about but I have to explain it like he's he shouldn't be doing that well right sure so then obviously he's write it off as well he's got to have money well right. I like yeah right yeah. or he's got a giant wiener or he can lick his eyebrows that's the two things yeah that's right. the, the two or three things that you typically attribute to it but but obviously there's gals out there and of course there are right like I tell myself that, oh, you know, women don't want, you know, husky guys or chubby guys. That's not, you know, right. they all want the guy who, you know, um, uh, doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have to shop at certain stores for a shirt. Yeah. They want the guy who can, who can wear a large shirt from Target, right? That's the right. guys that they want. Yeah. Uh, but obviously that's not, and, and if that makes sense that that's not the case, but that's what I tell myself. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's gals out there who they don't, they're not that concerned about what the guy right. looks like. It comes down to personality, which maybe it should, right? right. I mean. But guys are the same mm-hmm. way, right? Like Chad doesn't expect he's not he's not waiting to land a supermodel. Right. Right. He's more concerned about personality than his looks. Right. But there has to be a basic level of attraction. Otherwise, what are you gonna do? Oh, for right. sure. Yeah. yeah. Become you know, become friends with her long enough that you just get over it and you're like, oh, she's hideous, but boy, she's funny. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because every time you look at her, you're gonna be like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Say something, you're funnier than you are pretty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why would you gaze into my eyes? Uh because it makes me feel sad. Right? Yeah. You know, one thing that might be kind of funny if we're looking for 
not to do an on-air production meeting. <laughs> but if we're looking to uh, here it comes. kill some time here, Go! I think it would be perfect if we uh, all mention our biggest failure. I think that would be hilarious. Biggest failure. Biggest failure in uh, asking a woman out and getting shot down. I can already think of your story for you. Wow. Maybe you should tell it because I... <laughs> well, I wouldn't be able to do it justice, but uh, I'm thinking about when uh, you and JB were in the restaurant and the... Um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lady of the night? Yeah. We didn't, we didn't yeah. even say anything to him. And I mean, I can, I, can, I can start it off if you want, or you can tell that story however you want to do it. Do we all have a story to share? I can't think I of don't. something. Oh, all right. Never mind that. Might not do you have one, Eric? Oh, I've got, yeah. Maybe I've got go and I'll think while you guys are going. All right. I've right. never really hit on a girl. I always just stumble into them, so I don't know. So situation is this. JB and I, this was fucking 10, 15 years ago. It's been a while. We were both single. We decided one night we're going to go out, we're going to hit the bars, and we're going to get us some ladies. It was the Oscars thing uh, no, at that bar. Was I'm thinking about something else. Oh, I'm thinking about something else. All right, then you can bring up the Oscars thing. Is that, is that the one you're talking about? I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah. We've so, only got one story like this. It must be the same story. Go ahead. No. So we went out, we went out to the bars, and uh, we're hanging out. We're not seeing an awful lot of women and that sort of thing, but then this one looker walks into the room. We're like... Wow, look at her. She walks up to a table full of guys. It's the same motherfucking story. Go no. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's not the same story. Okay. Completely right. different story. Okay. She walks up to a table full of guys, and she talks to them, and then they kind of turn her down somehow. We're like, what the fuck? And then she goes up to another table. Same sort of thing. And after Same the- fucking story! No, it isn't, because this wasn't Oscar night. <laughs> this was not Oscar night. Right, You're thinking ahead. of something completely different. Go ahead. That yeah, was at a completely asshole. different bar. Go ahead. Totally different bar. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go so on, this baby. lady bounces around all these tables, and then we realize, holy shit, she's a worker. Oh. She walks up to, heads towards our table. We throw up our hands because we're like, yeah, whatever. We'll just see if she even talks to us. Walks right by the fucking table. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that, that in a movie. movie. Yeah, right. You exactly. So. Totally stole that and put it in an icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So that's probably my biggest rejection. But JB, I don't know what you're thinking. That was not the that was not the same bar. Okay. Well, we can agree to disagree. This, I, no. You know, the the chuck Oscar this up to night, politics and religion. The Oscar night was at Gators. <laughs> this happened at Diddy's. It was the same event, though. I feel bad for you sometimes that you can't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this uh, fucking guy is talking about. It doesn't matter. I, that, oh, that's yeah. the same. Either I think it's the same story. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah. but no, that's a true story. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Well, well that's, that was something. Yeah. Like I said, I never hit on. I Earlier, I said I never hit on anybody that I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. I did once. <laughs> and it went really well. Oh, junior prom. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's junior prom time. Love is in the air. Mm-hmm. I had this girl that I was just... You know, kind of head over heels for, but mm-hmm. it never said much of anything to her, right? Mm-hmm. And we sat right next to each other in study hall. Mm-hmm. And that day I had a dentist appointment, so I was going to get out of school early. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it just happened to coincide with like halfway through study hall, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there and I'm sweating and I'm thinking and I'm sweating and I'm like, God, I want to ask her to prom. God, I want to ask her to prom. Oh my God, I want to ask her to prom. And it gets to be like two minutes before I have to get up and leave for my dentist appointment. So I get up. The room is dead silent. Oh, no. <laughs> I stand up and I say, oh, no. oh. Would, 
would you, would you go to the prom with me? Oh. And she looks up at me and she goes, no. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> two no's? Yeah, two. Oh, yeah. no. So she thought about it and said, no, again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. And so I take my little office permission slip out of my pocket, walk up to the desk, set it on the teacher's desk, walk out of the... Study hall. Oh, no. As the door is closing, <laughs> laughter. Thirty people oh, just no. laughing their asses off. Yeah. I honestly That's thought terrible. about calling in sick to school the next day. Yeah. And I did. I took some ragging for it, like big oh, time, dude. for about a month after that. Oh, you know, but what the fuck did you do wrong? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's exactly. like you weren't a fucking dick. You just asked a simple no. fucking question. What's the yeah. big fucking deal? Yeah. You know. Right. Oh my god. Kids. Yeah. Oh my so god. That's exactly terrible. what it is. Kids. It's and high school. That's why. Yeah. And that's why. That is why I never asked out another girl from my high school. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man. That's rough. Yeah. So how were things like after that? Did oh, she like totally... He nailed her a year later. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I wish that was the case. There'd be some redemption, but no, it was pretty awkward. Yeah. It was it was awkward. Yeah. Mm. And my whole thing was I was an upperclassman, so I think she was either a freshman or a sophomore, and I was a junior. So I was like, I got this on lock. She'll definitely say yes right? because she wants to go to prom. And Nope. <laughs> Did she end up going to prom with anyone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. went to prom with one of my buddies. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. Sure. And I took a girl from another town. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a rejection story, Nick? Not really. No. Um, I do have kind of a funny story about my one and only foray into online dating. Okay. Um, so do I, I know this one? I, I yeah, I think so. But okay. so I don't I don't know what the service was. I don't remember whatever was popular at the time. Probably match. Five, six years ago. And I don't think I fully knew what I was doing when I was setting up the account and, and everything and I got it set up and I, I was really reluctant to do it. I didn't want to do it but my sister had kind of like pushed me into it because she knew what my position was and she was just trying to help and Mm -hmm. so i got it all set up and then all of a sudden you know shortly thereafter you have a match or whatever and i was like oh wow okay I click into it, and it is the 50-year-old mother of a girl I went to school with. And I logged out and never logged back in. Oh, sorry to laugh at your pain, but that sucks. What was the, so what was the mistake you made setting it up? Did I don't you know. Maybe I didn't. Age marked wrong maybe, or something? Yeah, oh. I, I don't know. You were open to 50-year-olds, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. apparently so. And I, like I said, I logged out and never logged back in. Wow. Ouch. You were in the market for a cougar, huh? <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't have qualified as a cougar. No, anyway. she would not have. <laughs> Oof, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have one? No, no. again, I, I don't think I've... I mean, I did the online dating bit. I mean, that's how I met my wife. But that right. doesn't really require you to hit on anybody. It's just you start emailing and you just go from there. I just right? thought of... I, oh, go ahead. Man, yeah. I think Eric must have jogged my memory with asking high school. Um, so we weren't in high school, but I went to high school with this girl and... We were in the same grade. She was maybe a couple of years younger than me and I hadn't seen her in a long time. Didn't know much about her, where she, you know, what her life after high school was. And I saw her <clears throat> at a local establishment uh, and she looked really good. And I was like, wow, well, I already have an in. Mm-hmm. I'll go talk to her and started talking to her. She remembered me, we, you know, we reminisced a little bit and it got to the point where, you know, I was thinking like, well, you know, hey, do you want to 
And sure enough, she is a lesbian now. Oh, oh, oh no. For a split second, I was like, how can I work this? <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. But then I was like, no, 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 no. We know, we probably know similar people. I'm not going to be that guy. Right, right. right. Just let it go. But no. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Yeah. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. She wasn't one of those, you know, butch ones. Right. Yeah. Just, Never would have known. No. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a definite. That's a definite no. Yeah. Hard, hard pass. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think one of the times that I think of when when you just talk about women just out of hand, kind of turning us down. You and I were at a bar in the cities that night, <laughs> and we're sitting at a table smoking and joking, drinking a few beers, and this girl walks up to us. And without even missing a beat, Chad just looks at her and goes, obviously you're not here because of us. What are you selling? (laughs) And she goes, all right, you got me. I'm trying to sell suck for a box on the uh, bride over there. (laughs) (laughs) Call it the way I see it. No, that that took balls, I think. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. That's good. Yeah. That was downtown? Yeah. Yeah, we were up on the roof of some bar sitting outside. Mm-hmm. Was that the same night we suited up? Yeah. And then those other other gals walked up to us <laughs> and were like, you need to call your daughter, take her for dinner. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Look at what? those businessmen. <laughs> you should call your daughter and take her out for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a damper in your night, right? We're thinking we're looking good, feeling good. You should call your daughter. Fuck, we're that age. All right. Right, right, right. Ah, shit. Yeah. I did get hit on by a gay guy that night on the uh, on when we got on the train on the way home, though. Somehow you and I got split up because I went to pee behind a building. <laughs> <laughs> and then the train showed up, and you got on one car, and I got on a car behind you because I'm an idiot. Mm. <laughs> there were these three gay guys in there and we just started talking because that's what i do and the one guy was like so what do you got going on later oh, i'm like um probably going home to my wife <laughs> <laughs> i've never been hit on by a gay guy that i know of so yeah. at least i got that going for me i had a gay stalker for a while that was fun god i don't know if i want to tell this story. oh that's right yeah i i did a i did a play in uh in uh, Manorville. <clears throat> and uh, the director of the play was gay, and that that's fine. I mean, you're in theater. You're going to run into gay people. It's just the way it is, yep, right? Yep. And so it didn't bother me, so I got to be friends with him, and we hung out, and we drove back and forth to play practice and stuff together. And Then after the play was over, he kept showing up, like, in my life in different places. Ooh. Oh, no. <clears throat> and I thought that was kind of weird, but I was like, yeah, Rochester's <laughs> kind of a small town, whatever. And then... One day, his one of his female friends came into where I was, where I worked, and she's like, "How come you haven't called Kent?" Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said his name, but um, how come you haven't called him? And I was like, um, "I don't know, I'm busy. I, my wife and I just had twins." And she goes, "I thought you left your wife." And oh, I said, no. "I said no. Why? Why?" <laughs> she's like, "Well, Kent's been telling us that you and he are moving out to California together." Oh, oh Jesus! Christ. I'm like, what? no. <laughs> yeah, and and he kept like showing up at my work oh, my. to the point where I finally had to tell him, "Look, if you don't if you don't go, I'm gonna have to get a restraining order." Oh, jeez! Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't realize it got that bad. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, what were you... You said, I don't know oh, if I should man. tell this story. It can't get know. worse than that, it's, right? No, it's not. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we're... Uh, so, sometimes, you know, dads with little girls, um, you let them paint your toenails, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I let my daughter paint my toenails uh, pink uh, one night and didn't think anything of it. Sure. <clears throat> well, two days later, a few days later, we went to Disney World... And we were at our resort poolside, and I didn't realize that whole shit. My fucking toenails are still pink. So I'm like, well, there's not much I can do about that right now. So whatever. I'm sitting in a cabana or whatever, and kids are swimming, and I'm just sitting there relaxing, and the waiter brings a drink over. And I'm like, oh. I didn't order anything, and he's like, no, the gentleman over at the bar <laughs> sent that over, and I look over, and there's the the most dapper-looking silver fox that I've ever seen. <laughs> you should have done it. He's probably rich. Oh. So I, I politely declined it, and then I actually went and talked to the guy and thanked him and just kind of told him the situation. And he thought it was funny, and he gave me the drink anyway, and we were nice. fine. <laughs> yeah. Did he give you a blowjob? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was later. I mean, yeah. yeah. But 20 bucks is 20 bucks, you know? <laughs> Dapper silver fox. Yeah. yeah. He was, yeah. Oh. Remember that night we ended up in the gay bar downtown? Accidentally, yeah, yeah, and the uh, oh, I think yeah. I was there too. Yeah, yeah. you were definitely there. It was my thirty-fifth birthday. Yeah, and there yeah. was a guy like at another table that was just like hate mugging me, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, like just right. super pissed that I was even sitting in there. And I'm like, yeah. I, I didn't. All all we did was come in for a drink, dude. We had no idea it was a gay bar. <laughs> then yeah. the other one was I and Nick. Like he wanted to ride. Oh God, yeah. yeah, yeah. You were getting eye fucked hardcore, Nick. <laughs> Maybe that's why that guy was mad at me is because he thought Nick and I were a couple. <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that was good times. Good times. Good night. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Think that's it? Yeah, let's wrap yeah. it down. Let's wrap it down. Thanks ramp. for having me, guys. Oh, ramp Hey, thank it you for coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Both yeah. Of you. Yeah, thanks, thanks, boys. Nice you. Thanks. Okay. I guess bye that's bye. how we're going to end this show. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>